Good morning, it is Sunday, November 6th in the NBA, and I'm back my favorite picks. My name's Austin from Colin Shat, and let's recap yesterday, although I wish I didn't have to, but we do it because we're always transparent. Yesterday was honestly our first bad day in the NBA, an 0-3 day. We've probably only had four, maybe five losing days in the NBA up until this point. Our best bit of the day, Nicholas Claxton's over in points plus rebounds. Gets called for like three or four offensive fouls. Don't know how often the guy gets called for that many, but obviously he ends with 20. Does not get it done. They end up going small towards the end of the game. Jason Tatum didn't need to do all too much as Jalen Brown was cooking. And Josh Giddy, he had his chances. They just, it was a blowout. He didn't play any of the last eight minutes of the game. He only needed four more PRAs. But either way, the best bet segment moves to 15 and three. I mean, we've been crushing the sports because you can see our numbers on the right side of the screen. I don't need to prove that to you guys. I know you guys trust me with the picks that I give out on the channel, but look, it's just a day that may be a little bit of overcorrecting. We have, we've been so hot to start the year and it's going to happen, but I have to put an important note on the screen. Don't try to win everything back today. That's not how you win money long-term sports betting. And I know I have a big platform, but I always want to preach bankroll management. Look, we're going to have great days, a lot more great days than bad days, but the bad days are going to be in there. And honestly, you learn a lot more on those bad days about yourself than you do on all the winning days. So don't try to win it all back today. We only have four games today. I only have one pick and it's not even a best bet. And then we'll obviously, uh, and even tomorrow, we have 30 games on tomorrow. So we'll see what we like tomorrow, but we don't need to, we have so many more. What is, what is the last day of the NBA season? Like July 15th, we have so many more days to bet the NBA. It's it's irresponsible to try to win everything all back in just one day. So we're just going to only play one play today. We're back again on Monday. We'll definitely have more plays then. And then Tuesday, we actually have the day off. So you can do whatever you want on Tuesday. I believe the NBA has it off for voting for election day. But either way, if you're new, hit that subscribe and we certainly would appreciate it. And since it's Sunday, we do have our NFL videos live, our best bets, your spread over under team total that picks that video is already live on the channel and yesterday morning we posted our favorite parlays and player props we had five player props that i really do like on sunday in the nfl go check out both those videos they'll be both linked at the top of the description without further ado the best bet segment will get sunday off because one sportsbooks are sleeping in and two i don't really want to force a one and a half unit play on on any of these games because they all got to play tomorrow so my only play of the day will be a guy by the name of steven adams and i'm taking this under yes you heard that right under six and a half points minus 115 on points bet draft or i believe Fanduel has this line at like minus 118 minus 120 DraftKings yet to post the line i don't envision this line changing at all if you have it on underdog fantasy it's actually at seven and a half i don't think that matters a big lot i mean i don't think steven adams not a guy that normally shoots a lot of three-pointers or free throws so if he ends on seven on the hook then whatever but let's talk about Stephen adams and why i like his under today as the grizzlies are at home taking on the wizards now i think adams has a little bit of a overcorrecting to do himself as he's had two great games, obviously crushing this line with 14 and 13 points. I don't know if that continues today as they take on the Wizards, who will be without Bradley Beal, and will also likely be Steven Adams guarding Kristaps Porzingis. Since I'm wearing my Kristaps shirt, because we need Kristaps to show up today. And how does Steven Adams score? If you've never watched him, he obviously plays for the Grizzlies. And if I didn't mention, we're only putting one unit on this, but he scores mostly offensive rebound tippins and just scoring in the paint. Now, the Wizards are pretty good at not allowing those two things. They allow the fourth fewest offensive rebounds in the NBA, and they also allow the third fewest points in the paint. So exactly the recipe for stopping a guy like Steven Adams is to keep him off the glass and make him play defense. And ultimately, Adams still under the six and a half points in five of nine games. If you look at his game log, he had two games where he easily hit the over. I think he scored nine and 12 points earlier this season. The next game, he hit him with two points. Just like the last two games, he scored 13 and 14 points 
What does he do in that third game? I think he goes under, not only in points, but also in rebounds. I just don't think this is a good matchup for him. I think people are just going to lo look up. So he always crushed these lines, like 18 and a half points plus rebounds. He all hammer it. And then he hits you with like a two points, four rebounds showing. You're like, why didn't I bet on Steven Adams? I'm just like, this is how it works. But you look at the four teams he's gone over against. Hornets, Blazers, Kings, and Nets. None of those teams play an ounce of defense. So while I'm not saying the Wizards are the best defensive team in the league, without Bradley Beal, they're going to have to become that because they won't be able to score a whole lot of points. Or they'll probably get blown out in this one. And Adams has struggled versus Kristaps his last three games against him. Five, six, and four points going under in all three games. And we've seen Adams struggle against big men that can not only move, but also shoot. We see him when he took a get on the Jazz, when he had to guard either Laurie Markkinen or Kelly Olenek. So I'm only have two points in each of those two games. Two and two points. Saw him against the Mavs, who start JaVale McGee, but Christian Wood played like 25 minutes. Only saw him score two points in that one. So he struggles against versatile bigs. And with Bradley Beal out, Chris Stapps is going to be a large part of this offense. And if he's not the offense, they're going to be going to other guys like Kuzma's, uh, Rui Hachimura's of the world delon or delon writes out but guys like will barton guys like monte morris and whatnot and ultimately you look at adam's last two games nine and ten field goal attempts that's not sustainable that's way above what he normally shoots i think he maybe overcorrects and only attempts a couple shots today and this isn't a good matchup for him i think Kristaps can defend him in the paint Kristaps is a very good rim protector and i think Kristaps could foul him and steven adams not known for being a good foul uh, free throw shooter either so i really do like this the grizzlies also play tomorrow no need to run this old man into the ground i mean you know, Steven Adams isn't the oldest guy in the league, but they're obviously monitors minutes. There's games he only plays 19 minutes. He doesn't play in blowouts, things of that nature. So there's so many ways this, this one could go under. That's why I'm taking it as my only play of the day. It's not a best bet because I don't really like including best bets as, you know, unders. I like kind of include those more to overs, but look, we'll take it. My only bet of the day, Steven Adams under six and a half points. We'll be back again on Monday for a lot more picks, but I do want to talk about the other games and I want to at least highlight and there's, I don't blame the books for being slow on these because almost every single game has injury statuses but we'll start in the Cavs Lakers and I'll just give out some leans I don't I don't recommend betting these but I at least want to talk about the games because other people might be betting them and I at least want to let you know where my head's at now as for this Cavs Lakers game I lean Kevin Love's over in PRAs I know Logan will like this one because he loves Kevin Love no pun intended but when I look at this game we got Garland we got Donovan Mitchell Anthony Davis all are questionable I don't know how to make a video 621 a.m. I, I can't really make a video, you know, forecasting who's going to be in there or out there. And I'd only play Kevin Love's over in PRAs if you see Garland and Mitchell out. They're going to need playmakers. Kevin Love's a great playmaker. Almost had a triple-double in their last game. Plus, he's taken on LeBron. You know, obviously an old teammate. They're very good friends off the court. So... I think Kevin Love has a pretty good day today, but we'll see. Obviously, I'm not going to add a play, but it's something to monitor. Now, as for the second game, Bulls-Raptors. Uh, I lean DeMar DeRozan's over in points solely because it's a return to Toronto. And DeMar DeRozan coming off 46 points. I think he normally plays well in Toronto. And if I were to guess, you know, Zach Levine sometimes plays back-to-back, -back, sometimes doesn't, sometimes you don't know if that's the question mark here you don't know what zach levine what he's going to do but i think demar Derozan, regardless plays pretty well it's in toronto he normally plays well there and obviously he's from you know he obviously played toronto for the first what nine years of his career so it's got a soft spot for him so i think demar Derozan has a pretty good day but we'll see what what happens with the bulls and their injury status is same for the raptors i can't suggest a raptors prop when i don't know the status of fred van vliet or pascal siakam so I don't really, I can't really touch a lot there. And that's for the last game, Jazz Clippers. If I had to bet a spread today, I lean the Clippers minus four. Now, Celine Markin and Laurie Markin, that is under 20 and a half points. 
think Lauren Markman's a guy that's very hot or cold. And last game he scored 27 points. So I normally would want to fade him the next day. Markman, give him props to props. Is, I mean, credit where credit's due. I mean, the guy's been really, really good this year. I think he's averaging 22 points per game. But I think if there's a team that can defend him, be a team like the Clippers. They got a lot of guys that can rotate out and guard him, like Robert Covington's, the Marcus Morris's of the world. He's not going to be guarded by a slow center. Like Zubachi won't be guarded by him. So I think they can actually slow, slow down Markman. I think the way to beat the Clippers is through your guard play, whether that's Jordan Clarkson or Mike Conley. So I lean lower Markman's under in points. I think the Clippers won three straight games. I don't think the Jazz are as good on the road. The Jazz have been a great story. I love watching the Jazz play. This is a team that is playing with a lot of, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of team chemistry, a lot, even though they got a lot of new guys, very similar to, I talked about on the podcast, very similar to a team like the Cavaliers who played really well last year, didn't have a lot of star power. And then slowly you start to see Darius Garland's of the world and things of that nature. And it's funny enough, you know, this Cavs team has very similar players to that year with Colin Sexton and Lauren Markkinen. So ultimately, I think the Clippers do win this one, but I'm not going to bet any of these. I don't advise you betting any of them because they're just leans. We don't need to force a lot of plays. We got 15 games on tomorrow. We got a lot more picks to, to make tomorrow. And with all these injuries in question, I'd rather not force any plays. My only play of the day, like I said, will be Steven Adams under six and a half points. Hopefully we can go one and I'll be back tomorrow and recap that. Now, as always, Time to shout out some COS All-Stars. I appreciate you guys always for supporting the channel. Don't know how many of these we have. I think 1,300, which is ridiculous. Let's butcher some names. It's always we're going Nuri. We got Samuel. We got J Jared. We got Corey. Tawanda. Oyel. Alexis. Ahan. Ahan's the man. Appreciate you. Eric. JR. Ivan. Shaf. Butchered that. Frosty Steez. Adrian. Ragavan. Anthony. Kirby. Guza. C. Fear. Zacchaeus. Glenn Doobie, 69 Pringle, 69. That's an interesting name. Deuce the Devil Dog, Chris, Miles, so Matthew, Jarney, Jarius, Michael, Pigson, Hummers, Jathan, Vey, SRT, Kobe, Daryl, Megan, or Megan, hopefully, Kodiak, Coco, Jamie, Jared, CG Bach, Eye Candy, Gabriel, Ty, Michael, Marco, Lancinator, Paxton, Lawrence, Sahil, At Tuet. Ben, Aaron, Alex, Abelardo, and MP. I appreciate you guys. Thank you guys all so much for the support. I know it's not the ideal video. We only have one play, but you got a couple other videos. I got a lot more plays for Sunday. So go check out these NFL videos. They're popping up on the screen. Go check them out. I have a lot more fun in the NFL videos, but also NBA. We're going to crush it today. Crush it tomorrow. Crush it the rest of the season. Don't force a lot of bets today. I'm Austin, and I'm signing out. See you guys back in tomorrow. Peace.